Lord, thank you for Friday. Thank you for this beautiful day uh, that you've blessed us with. And again, as we finish out the week, thank you for all the blessings um, uh, that we've experienced this week. And um, just ask you to help us as Dakota's sharing today, some of his personal experiences uh, for those of uh, for those of us that struggle with um, different issues, anxiety, depression, um, that this message would be encouraging and uplifting. And excuse me, for those of us that don't struggle with that, that we could be more empathetic and loving to our friends that um, that go through different seasons of difficult times. So thank you for Dakota and his uh, leadership, his courage to share transparently with us. Uh, in his vulnerability, and um, just ask you to bless him and continue to uh, help him as he's navigating these different seasons and issues within his life as well, God. So we love you. Amen. Dakota, good morning. Good morning. Hey, guys. Uh, yeah, glad to be sharing again on on uh, Friday, and um, I'm going to pray as well. Father, thank you. Just thank you. You're really the author of the, this part of my story. And, um, I thank you for what you've brought me through and into and Mm -hmm. father highlight for those who listen to this specific areas that would help them Mm -hmm. in their journey or father asked that it would just be, um, an encouragement or a, a glory that you would gain in, uh, just the different things you've done in my life these past six months. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. So what I wanted to do this morning, because we've talked about endurance and we've talked about anxiety, is yeah. I figured I would just share a story. Uh, my story, uh, the past six months have been crazy difficult, probably, gosh, top, top two most difficult things. I think when I had, when I had cancer, that was really bad. Um, but this is right up there with it. And, uh, so I wanted to share the, a bit of an update because I think there's been quite a bit of breakthrough for me in the past month. And so it's really kind of a turning Mm -hmm. of the corner. Um, but I wanted to reflect back on some things because Brad talked about anxiety earlier this week. And then we had two, um, sessions of, endurance, Mm -hmm. which is definitely my experience the past six months is enduring through Mm. a season of tons of anxiety. So I'll try and reflect back and just, I took some notes. There's like more stories in here than I have time to tell, but I'll try and pick out a few that are either funny or uh, helpful to the overall story. But it started six months ago when I made a huge change in my life. I was a part of a a, a church community for a long time and um, about seven years and was ready to move on from there um, at some point. And then a couple things came up that really led me to believe this is, this is the time. And a lot of people, a lot of my really close friends disagreed um, about what was best for my life. And so I was kind of left with the decision kind of a fork in the road sort of thing. I could either keep doing what I'm doing, uh, make no change, which would have probably been much more comfortable Mm -hmm. or I could, or I could leave from 
this community, this group, um, this way of life that had become familiar. You live, you do something for seven years, mm-hmm. you create a rhythm, a routine, a way of life that's really comfortable. And then I decided to move on. I was like, it's, it's now or never, is <laughs> what mm-hmm. it felt like. And uh, what that meant for me to try and explain is I started a new job. I started um, a new living situation. I moved out of the house that I was in. I had a new community of friends. So mm-hmm. everything in life changed for me in within a week, which is a dramatic shift <laughs> of your life. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> looking back on that, that was really uh, stupid, but I wouldn't actually... <laughs> I don't think I would change it. Um, I don't think I would change it. And you'll hopefully understand why as I should continue to share the story. But I changed everything in my life. And immediately I started getting the anxiety, right? Mm. Did I do the right thing? Did I not? Did I do the right thing? Did I not? I probably, that's probably all I thought about for Mm. a couple of weeks was, did I do the right thing or did I not? Did I do the right thing? Did I not? And anybody who has um, issues with anxiety understands it's like a it's like a recording gets played in your mind that you can't turn off Mm. it's like torture if you've ever heard of like those torture methods where they put you in a room and they blare uh, music Mm -hmm. uh, until you're you grow unbelievably uncomfortable Mm -hmm. uh, with hearing the same thing over and over and over again it's that sort of like torture and it causes you know the in the mind is where it begins but it manifests in the body you get tense you get sweaty you get all sorts of these awful horrible um, physical experiences that anybody who has dealt with anxiety knows exactly what i'm Mm -hmm. talking about i said that before and i'll say it again you know exactly what i'm talking about if you've had this or if you haven't you're probably in relationship with somebody who can uh, relate to this but so just horrible anxiety. I remember we went to Asheville, dude's trip, right? Mm-hmm. Trying to connect with the bros. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it was meant to be a vacation slash like connect with the guys. Yeah. And I, <clears throat> I remember multiple times, the only way in which I would calm down was like with a cigar in my mouth mm-hmm. and a glass of bourbon. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not promoting those vices or anything, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I would get so, I remember sitting in bed at, sitting in bed everybody's trying to rest and my mind is just racing yeah. you know everybody's we had a long day everybody's just relaxed and i'm sitting in bed and i just start crying because of the mental and mm. emotional pain is just hitting me and um and i just remember the discomfort of that and and having you and tucker and uh pray for me and talk to me and and just allow what was inside to come out Mm -hmm. was really, you know, the beginning of that. And so that was a tough trip upon coming home after that, you know, a month out of this big shift, I couldn't sleep through the night. Mm. I like started having awful, horrible, um, racing mind through the Mm. night and somehow or another, my godsend and all of that was having a friend who worked third shift. The so booze, the yeah. booze, uh, who's actually coming to work with us. That's a whole nother story. Yeah. Uh, that'll be, that'll be another testimony down the road. But anyway, so I can't sleep through the middle of the night and I've got a friend who works third shift. And so I would be my mind racing. I'm losing it. 
in the middle of the night and I had a friend I could call at mm-hmm. two in the morning if I wanted to. <laughs> it was like, it's a gift though, yeah. Yeah, it was like, you know, it sucked, but it was also like a gift mm-hmm. in that. So that was just, that was rough. I remember um, in a lot of this coming to work and it's like working on fumes. You're not sleeping, your yeah. mind's racing and you just have 30%, 25%. And you're just grinding you know? mm-hmm. <laughs> and you just kind of get through it. Mm-hmm. it. It's been, it's been rough. Um, so I, that's kind of the context, right? Hopefully you're getting a picture of how difficult this, this was. I'm not trying to get pity or anything. It's really sure. meant to, to bring glory to what God does, but I want to tell you what I did about it. And I think these are some things where you might be able to apply. Maybe you don't have anxiety like I do, but maybe you have some other issues that um, these same steps are going to kind of help you in overcoming those obstacles, those maybe strongholds or whatever in your life. Mm-hmm. The first thing that happened is I, I was very vulnerable. I opened up immediately. I knew mm-hmm. that that was going to be significant. Mm-hmm. So whether it was you, dad, or Tucker or whatever, I got prayer. I shared what was going on. Mm-hmm. I, I made that a habit. If I started to get anxious, I would call somebody. I had mm-hmm. friends I would call. I got ingrained, ingrained into a, a couple like communities of, of men and in the church, the Vineyard Covington, John Alice is on here, I think. So he knows what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. And so I would share these things with men that I that I was becoming friends with. Mm-hmm. And really what ended up happening is I became better friends with them because yeah. of it. And I would just rely on them. I would say, man, I am losing it. Will you pray for me? Will you talk to me? Uh, at one point, I shared this story where one of my buddies went and got, you know, I keep coming back to the cigars thing. <laughs> you ever want to smoke a cigar with me? Just yeah, so, you know. uh, but he, he you know, I, I called him up and I'm like, man, I'm struggling. He invited me over. We walked across the Purple People Bridge, smoked cigars, drank tea. It was a weird combination, but it was super helpful. <laughs> Um, and so I just relied on people. Mm-hmm. I relied on people that I, that I could trust. Mm-hmm. And they, they obviously helped me through this, this time in my life. And uh, I remember one story that was so like, I wish more men did this, honestly. Um, which was, I, I was on, I was on a trip with, uh, my girlfriend. We were, in Indianapolis and I started to get really anxious. It was just totally like destroying the trip. Like I meant to get away and enjoy her. And, uh, and I start getting anxious and I'm like, so kind of overwhelmed that I'm like, I think, I think we got to cut it short and head home. And she was awesome. She, you know, she's like super supportive. But one of the things that I thought in the midst of that, I was like, I need to, I need to get prayer. Like I need, I need some men to like fight, like intentional like fight time like mm-hmm. get into the into the ring and fight with me mm-hmm. and so i called um i called one of the guys a part of the uh, community that i was involved in and he gathered like four or five other men and when i got back from indianapolis i sat on the front porch of their house shared some of the things going on and they just kind of laid hands on me and prayed for me and mm-hmm. spoke words over me and just spent, you know, 15, 20 minutes just, just pouring into me. Mm. And it was such a strengthening um, moment. It didn't completely get me over it, but I have words from, from God through these men 
that have really carried me along this, this journey. And I've written them down. I love documenting this kind of stuff because mm-hmm. I'm like, I got to reflect on this uh, when I get through it. And, I, and so I have those words written down, super impactful mm-hmm. for me. <clears throat> and uh, kind of to start closing the story, I wanted to share just a couple of things. Like, so how does God get glory in this? What's the significance of the story? Why is this worth listening to? Mm-hmm. You know, I think some of it, maybe you can relate to some of it. Maybe you can take what I've learned and experienced and, and find encouragement or practical help or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's all awesome. I think some of the, the fruit that I talked about was friendship. I think you want to make, there's a number of ways you can make friends. I'm sure one huge one is to go be a friend, right? Yeah. But but another way, and the, the Bible talks about this, is when you um, share things with one another, you're known by each other. Vulnerability mm-hmm. is like such a quick way to create deep and lasting mm-hmm. friendship. And that's been my experience. I've, I'm sure because of this, I've, I've gained lifelong friends, mentors, and that sort of thing. And um, I think the, the next one is you get stronger. You just, mm-hmm. you, you just become a stronger person that kind of goes without saying anytime you do something difficult and you get through it mm-hmm. with God, you, you become a stronger, um, man or woman. I think another one is just able to empathize with people. You go through tough stuff and you can help, you can understand and relate to others when they're going through their tough stuff. But I think the most important thing that I've gained in all of this, I was just, as I was reflecting, writing some notes, just this is what came to me, is that I know now more than I ever have that God is in control. Mm. And when you talk about anxiety, when you talk about, you know, this issue, or maybe some other issues that you can relate to, a big thing is because I'm not in control, and that's scary. Mm -hmm. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm not certain about the future, and that is scary. But when I reflect on the friends that have come around me or the middle of the night friend Mm -hmm. that talked to me or um, a community who's able to pour into me or the way in which even at work, it seems like pieces have been coming together and I'm at 25%. All of that displays to me and shows me that God is the one really orchestrating this whole thing. And there's a piece in that, right? It's still hard. It's still difficult. But there's peace in knowing that God is in control. And uh, I think there's freedom that I've experienced that's, that's come from that sort of surrender of mm-hmm. control. And um, so good. maybe there's more for me to learn as I reflect on this, but I just figured that update could be an encouragement and a blessing to those who, who would listen to it. So that kind of concludes what that's I was going to share this morning. That's good. What's interesting, because on the Storyform Life this week, we're talking, we were talking about the cross and one of the uh, profound pieces to the, my learning this week that Justin's uh, taken us through is Jesus saying, remember me. And it's like, why, you know, Justin kind of pushing on us, like, why, why would, why would Jesus say that? Why would he say remember? And as I'm sitting across the table from you, and obviously some of the stories, as soon as you're telling the stories, I immediately can reflect back to sitting in that hotel room. Yeah. with you and the emotion that was there and yeah. so when you when you talk about remembering and you know i think it, it elicits that emotion mm-hmm. and so i think it's really helpful and i think it's a good prompt for me 
and maybe others listening right now is to journal, like to write down. Because when you're in the midst, when you're getting your ass kicked, right? And you're in the middle of the fight, mm-hmm. Connor is Connor sitting by us as well. And like to note it, like the, document it, because mm-hmm. it's so easy to forget yeah. all the things that the Lord has done, right, yeah. for us. And so I find that very encouraging this morning as well. Is document it, write it yeah. down. Like you're in the middle of the, tr- the challenge. You don't know how you're going to get out of it and um, to notate it and then reflect on it in six months or whatever to see what the Lord does. It's yeah. really, that's a really good reminder for me this morning, Dakota. That's good. Well, and I appreciate your vulnerability and your transparency. And it is interesting that when you share vulnerably, it feels, sometimes it feels like you're weak, right? Because yeah. I'm being vulnerable. Yeah. And yet, isn't it interesting how God uses that weakness and strengthens you? Yeah, it's really awesome. Thanks for sharing. That's good. All right, my friend, pray us into our Friday and into our weekend. Yep. Father, I ask that you would bless my friends who would listen to this and speak to them and help them in their trials. And um, Father, teach and, and bless them to, to know you more and more as they walk with you through difficult things. That's good. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well done. Love you guys.